The U.S. Supreme Court is considering whether a ban on bump stocks enacted under former President Donald Trump should stand. Today, justices heard arguments made by a Texas gun store owner who claims the ATF overstepped its authority when it banned the accessories. Remember, the ban came after the 2017 mass shooting in Las Vegas, the deadliest in U.S. history, when a gunman opened fire from the window of a hotel, killing 58 concert goers and hurting hundreds more. He used a semi-automatic rifle that was equipped with a bump stock so that it fired like a machine gun. CNN senior Supreme Court analyst Joan Biskupic was in the courtroom today hearing arguments. Joan, it seems like the court was very divided over the arguments. You know, it was. Now, remember, this is a Supreme Court that in recent years has cut back on uh, gun control and has expanded the idea of the Second Amendment right to bear arms. But this case is not about the Second Amendment. This case is about government regulatory power to expand the idea of what is a machine gun. And as you just referred to this terrible incident in Las Vegas in 2017, in which 58 people were killed, hundreds injured, and after that, the Trump administration said that this ban on machine guns that dates to the 1930s, the era of Al Capone, could cover bump stocks because of how rapidly they could fire. Now here's the language at issue. The text of that law refers to a single function of a trigger that allows multiple firing of rounds. And the challengers say, because um, the trigger resets itself between shots of a bump stock, it wouldn't fall under that language. Mm. The government says that no, the shooter himself or herself would initiate a sequence with a single motion, so it should fall under it. So it's interesting, Boris, at some points, the justices were like going like this with their hands as they were trying to simulate, you know, the kind of trigger firing because mm -hmm. it goes down to, comes down to a single function of the trigger, um, irrespective of how important this law is. And actually, some of the liberal justices tried to argue that actually the textualist reading, which is usually what conservatives imply, right. a very textualist reading, actually would accommodate this. So I think it's going to be a, a cr close call. And I'll just uh, refer to something that Justice Elena Kagan said. She said, I view myself as a good textualist at some point though, you have to apply a little bit of common sense. And what the government lawyer was saying here is that the challengers are doing a textualist reading of what is arguably a, an ambiguous statute. Mm. And that, uh, that they are actually having to go through some gymnastics themselves and that the better reading on the text, not talking about good government policy at all, right. on the text would go to the government here. It is a, a fascinating case. Yeah. Look forward to whatever decision the Supreme Court issues. Uh, Joan Biskubic, thanks so much for walking us through that. Thank you. Brianna? All right, let's discuss this now with CNN contributor and senior news writer at The Trace, Jennifer Masia here. All right, so Jennifer, let's talk about this. What did you glean from Justice Neil Gorsuch asking today why the ATF, which is a federal agency, is banning bump stocks rather than Congress. It's a similar sentiment we heard from Justice Amy Coney Barrett. Right. Well, what they're referring to is the 1934 National Firearms Act. And they're saying, well, you know, if it's a single trigger pull, um, you know, well, obviously bump stocks are only a 20-year-old technology, right? There's no way that Congress in 1934 could have anticipated anything like that. So they're saying if there is a difference between the amount of effort that a user has to put into a device that makes it function like a machine gun versus the single trigger pull that was the standard at the time, you know, was there any distinction made and should there be now? 
And so that's really kind of what dominated a lot of the talk today. But what's interesting is that ultimately, this is not a Second Amendment argument. This is whether the ATF exceeded its rulemaking authority. So while the you know Second Amendment argument kind of dominated today, and the features of the gun, could it be considered a machine gun? Ultimately, that's not what this particular case is going to be decided on. So if the justices rule ultimately that the ATF bump stock ban is unconstitutional, will that have repercussions on other federal actions that are related to guns? Well, what's interesting is that there was just another case this week where the ATF's rulemaking authority was upheld. So a federal judge in California, and of course, that's a, a very liberal state, you know, said the ATF's new rules on ghost gun kits, which it implemented via or after an executive order, actually didn't go far enough, that they could have gone farther in their rulemaking authority outside of Congress. So it's really interesting to see what different courts are finding. The Supreme Court ultimately is weighing in on this once and for all, and that will affect the entire country. Now, bump stocks are not nearly as widely owned as pistols or any other firearms. This is a small subset of the firearms community. You know, recreational shooters who enjoy, put, you know, uh, sending 400 bullets or 700 bullets at a time toward a target. So ultimately, this is not going to affect the majority of gun owners or anything close, but it is a gun rights argument that is held very near and dear to that particular community. Yeah, and yet many people, I know it's not the majority of gun owners uh, or even a sizable portion, but you still have hundreds of thousands of these that have been purchased, right? So knowing the damage they can contribute to, what does it mean for public safety if these are available? Notably, you know, these are, they were used um, in a horrific crime where hundreds of people were shot, but we don't see these in a lot of shootings. So the argument could be made that, you know, it's more important to vet a gun owner and not the device, you know, whether it's a, a bump stock or assault weapon, any kind of different device, these are cosmetic changes. You know, ultimately it's the owner um, and their intent with it. And maybe it's more important to focus on that than the actual you know, um, device. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll certainly see. All right, Jennifer, thank you so much for being with us.